1: everyone, and thanks for joining us on Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with the very lovely Sandra Radici. We're going to be having a discussion today about her book, Our Green Change, which is a journey to green school, Bali and beyond. How are you today, Sandra? I'm great, Kelly. How are you? Really well, and thank you for giving us some of your time today. Thanks for having me. Now, very, very interested in your journey, Sandra. It's not the normal journey that a family would undertake. Is that probably fairly accurate? (laughs)
0: Fairly accurate, yes. It's quite a leap of faith and uh, quite the adventure.
1: Well, I'm excited to hear about it all and I'm sure many, many of our listeners will be too. Let's start by maybe perhaps you unpacking a little bit about uh, your book, um, Our Green Change, and what it is all about.
0: Okay, Kelly, so basically in 2018, I heard about an eco school in the jungle in Bali, an international school. Wow. (laughs) I'd been, I'd always wanted to, I'd spent a couple of years traveling, you know, um, in my early 20s. I'd lived in Hong Kong. I have Italian background. So my husband and I always, we were toying with the idea of maybe spending a year abroad. No. It obviously never happened with work and you know life. Gets <laughs> life, and, yeah. And then I read about I read about Green School in Bali, and I I just been in Bali for a girlfriend's wedding. Um, mm. I'd never contemplated the thought of living in Bali. It didn't cross my mind, but something about this article just spoke to me. Right to you, yeah. And yes. I thought, is this something we could do? Is this something with our then nine-year-old daughter? Could we embark on it? On an adventure like this, and why shouldn't we? Well, yeah, so that's how it started. But
1: that in itself is incredibly brave. I mean, we're we're sort of programmed into that robotic kind of lifestyle, in in a sense. And I love that. Was your husband and daughter instantly on board with this? Look,
0: it's in, it's funny. I instigated the whole moon, The yeah. whole move. I found yeah. out about Green School. I kind of pushed for it to happen. Yeah. Then I got really nervous. I <laughs> understand. Um, our daughter was only nine at the time, so she kind of was going with the flow, but I always knew it wouldn't be that easy because she's, you know, she's not the most gregarious child. She's not really a yeah. jungle kid. She's quite academic. She was very settled at her school in Sydney. <laughs> My husband has his own business that he runs out of Sydney, so I, I instigate this plan and they kind of go, well, yeah, let's apply, why not? But then as things become real, I kind of freak out a bit.
1: No, but that's understandable. I mean, it it is a very brave and challenging thing to kind of embark on. Um, And then luckily my
0: husband, he's once he committed... He was like, that's it, we're doing it. So he was a bit of the
1: driving force to push us to Fantastic, actually get there. Fantastic. yes. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you're very passionate about going green. For our listeners, what does that even mean? Well, at the time I didn't
0: really know. I mean, I love the concept of a school that teaches sustainability absolutely yeah and aims to create change makers of the future Taylor uh, my daughter Taylor she she was showing a little bit of a spark for environmentalism I remember at the time like a lot of kids do because they're taught about it at school yeah yeah you know I was conscious I mean it was 2018 there wasn't as much talked about then as there is now
1: correct absolutely
0: I I used to recycle, you know, (laughs) I I had my own
1: reusable water
0: bottle, we used to make our own coffees at home. Yeah. But I remember thinking, what else? Like, so to me it was three things. It was the environmentalism of of the school. Yes. It was the chance to have a family adventure and it was also a progressive education. So that's something I thought I'd like to try for our daughter. Yes. So it was the three elements I guess that encouraged me to take that leap of faith. Yeah. Which... Um, and and when we got there, I guess it wasn't so much that we instantly went green but we were learning. I mean, it was part of the culture. It was part of the education and it wasn't just the students learning about that kind of Of stuff. I mean, the parents are very involved in the school over there. Um, They have a lot of talks and workshops for parents. Parents are invited to get involved in environmental Mm. enterprises. So I guess just being exposed to all that information just made me realise on a deeper level how much Mm. we do consume Uh, and it made me really Mm. conscious of our everyday choices that we can make that could allow us to go green yeah I think it was more an education for for both for For everyone
1: yeah Yeah. and you know we are lifelong learners and what a better gift that you could give to your daughter really and to you all so I hope
0: so because oh no 100% she found it quite, I mean, it wasn't smooth sailing. Of course so, not, no. Yeah. It, no, but it quite difficult. I mean, she's quite an introverted child and to yeah. be thrown into a jungle school, new country, yeah. new school, new culture, yeah. international kids from around the world.
1: Yeah. I think, it
0: was a, I think back Rainbow. now and I think, wow, that's a massive leap of faith. It <laughs> is.
1: Um, but... but so inspiring at the same time so Sandra how long did you spend over in Bali in that environment
0: so the idea was to go for one year so okay. I'll take a year off work my yes. husband was able to run his well you know this was part of the challenge run his business remotely Taylor could um go to school for a year we'll just have a year out yeah it kind of takes six months to settle in
1: it does yeah
0: and then suddenly. It's like, well, should are we going to pack up and leave in in six months? So mm-hmm. then we toyed with the idea of how about a second year. So we ended up committing to a second year in Bali, which was great. And COVID hit.
1: Yeah.
0: So we got about uh, two thirds into the second year. Yes. And then obviously the pandemic hit, um, and we were suddenly faced with the question of what to do. What do to we do? Pay yeah. to come yeah. back. So we decided to play it safe and come back to come back to Australia. Yeah. At the time thinking it would be for a month. <laughs> and as we all know that didn't happen. No, it didn't. So mm. the green change was brought short. But it kind of continued in Australia as well in the sense mm. that we couldn't mm. come back to our home in Bondi in Sydney because it was being tenanted. And so we ended up in northern New South Wales in this kind of landing space like wow gypsies wondering where to got where we would end up and what we would do um so yeah we eventually made it back to sydney um taylor did continue online learning with green school so in oh, that,
1: okay that was my yeah. next question right
0: Right, uh, yeah so um, if you want to ask about that that's quite interesting as well so so just just shy of two years
1: wow now okay so luckily for all of us sandra during that time, you were inspired to, to write about your um, journey as such, and you chose to do it in the genre of a memoir. Um, is that yep. correct? So yep. what brought that on? Like, why, why did you feel the need to do that?
0: So journal writing has always been something I love doing, especially when I've got chunks of time. Okay. My background is in journalism and, I read that. and yeah, mm. a writer, a researcher and a TV producer. So the written word, storytelling has always been what I love. Big for you, yeah. So I wasn't writing, I had no concept of writing this memoir while I was in Bali, mm. but I was keeping journals about the experience we were having. Good. And well, I guess it wasn't until we got back during COVID that I started to think, I think more deeply about the experience we just had, it was almost like the last days of disco before the world shut down, yeah. you know. We took off. We had this amazing way to put it. <laughs> Yeah. We had this amazing, we had this amazing adventure before the borders came down. Yeah. You know, so I started yeah. to reflect on what an amazing, yeah, I started to reflect on what an amazing experience we've just yeah. had. And yes. I, I, guess I was trying to make sense of it all and make sense of what was happening with the world yeah. at the time. Yeah, yes. So I kept journal writing um, and then I started turning those pages of journals into chapters. Yes. I was also posting on Facebook while I was in um, Bali. I would make these blog-style posts called, and I would hashtag them, Our Green Change Adventure, Mm. just for family and friends. Mm. And a lot of people were, they loved them. And I got a lot of traction and people would say, You
1: should turn this into a book. You yes. should write more.
0: I can I understand. No. I thought, who wants to hear about <laughs> who wants to hear about my journey? You know, Guess
1: what, Sandra? The world does.
0: <laughs> I hope so. so. I was a bit hesitant at first. And yeah. my husband Tyron, um, the motivator of the family, kept <laughs> saying, We got back to Sydney. Um, I was a bit despondent, the green change was over. And he's like, Write yeah. about it. Write about it. Yes. And then I started looking around.
1: Purpose. Thought, yeah.
0: I thought, you know what, I haven't read another Australian family's perspective on green school mm. from, you know, an Australian mm. family's journey going to green school. And then my husband Tyron was saying, you know, he read a lot of books on Bali while we were there and they were all about drug dealers,
1: surfers. More that negative. Yes, yes. Yes.
0: Or, yeah. yes. Whereas mm. we just come away with this amazing experience, not just mm. of green school but mm. of, Meeting the Balinese mm. people, yeah. becoming yeah. them becoming becoming yeah. part of our day-to-day lives. So I started to peel back the layers. I love and that. Love that. Both the posts and my journal entries. I started I started off thinking I'm gonna turn each post into a chapter. Mm. And then it obviously it snowballed from there and I kept going. Actually I gave myself six months. I thought yeah. during COVID yeah. in Sydney, during lockdown, yeah. I thought I'm gonna give myself six months to write this said, no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> really? Six months to write a book? <laughs> so six months later I thought it's got legs and yeah. I can't stop, so I kept yeah, going. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: Oh, and being your memoir, did um, either your husband or your daughter tap into that in terms of um, writing anything in there as well?
0: Look, I would have loved. Because that would be interesting. Yeah. I actually had a friend, a friend said to me, um why don't you know? You do a chapter. Taylor does a chapter. Yes, does a chapter. I would have loved that. Yeah. Um, but it would have been really hard. Hard. Yeah. Um, no. So we didn't do that in the end. Uh, so, but they were very involved. I made sure they. They. I mean, I'm oh, putting. sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm putting my family's. I'm putting our lives, our journey, on in my screen, spotlight. On our really? yeah, yeah, in the spotlight. So. I wanted to make sure they were okay with it. And obviously not everything was smooth sailing. Like,
1: of course not. And I love that. That's authentic, you
0: know. Yeah, Taylor didn't love it at first. She of She didn't you really love school. She didn't, you know, her concept of Bali was one or two holidays that we'd had Yeah. You know, yes. at nice yeah. hotels with pools. And yes. so suddenly we were living in a kind of, Semi-outdoor Balinese-style villa. We weren't having a real fancy life over there, yeah. so it was quite confronting. Yeah. So you know, oh, yeah, I, I wanted to make sure she was okay. I mean, she's going to look back at this. She's now fourteen. She was, mm. she was nine, ten, and eleven while we were there, but. But she was great. She Everyone, both of them were open yeah. to and the impact. experience being put onto the page.
1: Yeah. So your memoir, did you write that for your family, do you think, Sandra? Or what would be your author's purpose in, in you know, having this as your first publication?
0: Well, that's really interesting. Um, I think at first I was wanting to put it down so that there's something there about this experience for my family. Yeah. And then I guess as I was doing that, I think I was also trying to make sense of the experience because we'd gone yeah. as I said from this amazing yeah. uh, kind of open the world is your oyster experience to this kind of the world has shut down what's yeah. going to happen in the future. So yeah. I think I was trying to make sense of the the two years of, of the great change. Yeah. And also, I thought it would be amazing to just document it and have something that I could give to my daughter when she's older. Absolutely, you're right. Show her kids. And then as it went on, I started to think um, environmentally. I remember thinking at Green Green School, what can I do to make a difference? What can I do to make a difference? What's my skill? I mean, bingo. (laughs) And my skill is writing, my skill is storytelling. So if. I'm hoping I will inspire other readers to not only think more consciously about how they live environmentally and climate change and all of that, yeah. but why not do something different? Why not take a leap of faith with your family? I mean, that was a big challenge for me. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not necessarily a free-loving, easy-going, hey, everybody, let's just go with the flow type person. It was a okay. challenge for so me. a to do personal this. challenge. It was That's a big. personal challenge, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also, and I write about this in the book, we lost our first child. Mm-hmm. So we had quite a, my husband and I had quite a difficult time becoming parents. Yeah. And yeah. I think um, for a long time I was very grateful once Taylor came along. She's kind yes. of like a miracle child. Yeah. But I think she I was is. really cautious, mm-hmm. you know, very cautious of Yeah. Not wanting to put her in any harm's way. How could you not be? I mean, how could you not be? So, part of this was a part of the experience, I think, now that I look back, was a bit of a personal challenge in letting go of all of that, that angst that came with my husband and I on the baby making trail. Yeah. And just kind of learning to stop living from the head. Yeah. From the heart, yeah. Do something that take a leap of faith and trust that whatever happens, you're going to be okay.
1: That kind of so inspiring and beautiful.
0: And (laughs) that that doesn't come easy to me. I'm the kind of person who approaches life from a bit of a no perspective. Yeah. I and my husband approaches from a yes perspective. (laughs) Last half full in there.
1: Okay. So it was a leap
0: of faith for me to do this with a daughter with my with our daughter and to trust baby. Yeah. It's going to be okay. So a bit of it was learning to live more from the heart instead of the head. Yeah. Oh,
1: gosh. That's the most profound and inspiring thing. So, and, and Sandra, you know, congratulations. You are so brave. and Thank you. quite incredible. And what a gift to the world that you've been I able hope so. to put this in writing for people like me and so many of our listeners. Now, clearly I'm not alone. I, I read one of your reviews and it said, uh, a captivating tale of real life experience within beauty and elation, wonderfully written, and a learning of a world not well known about. You must feel like that's a wonderful review.
0: That's lovely. Yes, it is. It's it's gorgeous. I also, I, I just, I guess, sorry, I'm blubbering a bit then, but um, I I think a lot of Australians think of Bali as just. Bali, you know, land of the party scene party town, land yeah. of surf, sun, cheap cocktails, fan, you know you know yes. It, yes. It, it is our favorite kind of playground in terms of holidays it is yes. and I was one of those people who who've been to Bali, enjoyed it, never thought I'd live there, but I think I've come away now with a deeper understanding of the intricacy of the culture mm. and the the mm the amazing the, the amazing the ceremonies that are part of everyday life yeah. for the Balinese yeah. people and they continue it continues to thrive despite an onslaught of tourists mm. so I guess if I can also make you know the average person think about Bali differently yeah about that. the Balinese yeah. people differently want to travel further afield
1: mm. you know to develop culture and understanding of diversity yeah. and equality you know That's right.
0: But it's also like, sure, cooter can be fun for some. I hate it. But Mm. cooter can be fun for some. (laughs) Seminyak's upmarket and groovy and this and that. But the minute you leave that that little southern hub that us Australians know so well, Mm. there is a whole other world out there. And it is like old school Asia. You know, it is. Yeah. And, you know. You can learn a lot. You can. And Europeans and Americans tend to travel further afield in in Bali, but Australians seem to be very much stuck in what we know which, mm. which is normal okay. but um there is a lot out there there's a lot more to discover
1: good on you sandra and there. i
0: hope some people do that as i say i try as i like to say i kind of in the book i try to um i, I guess i discover a world away from the stereotype of you know bogans and bintang
1: yeah.
0: yes. yes <laughs> there's more to Bali than bogans and bintang <laughs> so i hope people kind of want yeah, to find
1: Oh, yeah. it sounds incredible. And I hope now that you are a published author, Sandra, that you have got the bug and you have perhaps something else up your sleeve that you might be writing. Well, that's interesting because I like, I don't really see
0: myself as a, as a, an, as a fiction writer because okay. I've, I've been a journalist and I've yes. worked in television. Yes. I like to tell real stories. Yes. I mean yes. documentary is one of my favourite, you know, forms. Okay. And, Yep. Of storytelling. So I guess I'd have to go on another adventure, Kelly. I, I guess you better. <laughs> I'm going to up, I'm gonna have to come up with another adventure in a couple of years. Obviously, Sandra, okay. obviously. I'm to leave your face and then write about it.
1: I <laughs> love so it. I'm, I'm open to ideas. Excellent. Well, listeners, you heard it first on our podcast. Um, I'm sure Sandra would be open on social media to your ideas about where we need to adventure with her next. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kelly. Sandra, it's been an absolute inspirational pleasure um, for me personally and I'm sure anyone that was listening today. Um, Everyone, I encourage you to get out there and uh, inspire and broaden your own horizons by getting a copy of Our Green Change. It's about to hit the shops and the streets and the world You can get Sandra's new book um, online at all good bookstores um, and libraries right around Australia. So, Sandra, I wish you every bit of success in your journey as an author. And Thank you so much, Kelly. Can't wait to tap into this next adventure. (laughs) And I look look forward to hearing about your
0: next adventure.
1: (laughs) I might join you, Sandra. (laughs) Thanks for your time. Kelly, bye. Bye.